0: Welcome to Let's Get Unraveled, a place where artists from all walks of life come to share their unabridged stories and speak openly and candidly about their creative journeys. We're so happy you're here. Hi, everybody. I'm Ko Hodges, the co-founder of Unraveled Academy, an online photography school and community where we offer artists a place to grow and create without fear of judgment and where every artist has a seat at the table. Today, I am super excited to be speaking with the amazing Brittany Jesus. She is an incredible artist and is, in my humble opinion, the darling of our photography community. Her energy is positive and her voice is bold, and we are huge fans here at Unraveled. So, Brittany, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank mm-hmm. Wow! Thank you for having me. That was quite the introduction. <laughs> well, you are to live up the to person. That. I know
0: you already are. Don't even worry. You already are. So, wow! So I'm like teared up a little. <laughs> I love you. This sure. is uh, a a super big honor, and thank you for doing this so last minute. Um, for those of you that are tuning in today, by the time this goes to air, uh, Brittany and I will both be in Atlanta doing a shootout, yes. and uh, I can't wait to get to see her in real life. So it's going to be awesome. Oh my, my- goodness. Yes. I cannot yes. wait. It's going to be, be wait. Yeah. fantastic. Um, so is. Th- this is really special to me to be able to interview her beforehand. So this can go live while we're there. Um, so really, really. So she knows I'm not a serial killer when we share an Airbnb. <laughs> when That's we're real snuggling reason. in bed. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. when we're
1: spooning. <laughs> Yes. Who, who is this to really? Sure.
0: Yeah, I yeah. gotta bet. I gotta bet all my bed buddies. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, oh, I love you so much, and I can't wait for <laughs> this weekend. And Me the too. work that we're going to be doing is going to be very powerful. And we're going to be there with absolutely Kevin Lowry, who is uh, a dear, dear friend of ours. Um, so we're very excited. Yes, um, can't wait to meet him. Can't wait oh to meet you. Oh my gosh, him. He just wait. I cannot wait. Do you think know, I'm cool? I'm, I'm nothing compared to Kevin. <laughs> like he's oh the goodness. sweetest human and just the most positive person to be around. Um, his, oh, he's I just like that. you, where his energy is just contagious. Um, yes. So it'll be a it'll oh, be a blast. Good. I'm glad. I can't wait. <laughs> so <laughs> let's dig in. Um, okay. We start off these interviews with um, I'd like you to tell our listeners where you live in the world and what work you primarily do. Okay. So hi, you guys. Hi, everyone. <laughs>
1: Beautiful humans. Um, I currently live in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, and to be 100% transparent with everyone, you know, I'm still figuring out figuring out what I primarily want to do. Mm. Um, you know, I, I really don't know what I want to do. I'm, I'm kind of have my hand in every single pot. So I'm just, I'm just figuring it out and I'm shifting and sorting through who I am. Mm, First, I know um, I love couples and I think eventually I'm going to do couples and weddings, which I haven't even done a wedding yet. But uh, couples is my thing, like the emotion, the passion, like that is my heart and my soul. Mm. Um, I've been doing a lot of in-home sessions, which I love that also. Um, And family sessions. I did a newborn session. I hated it. hated it. (laughs) I'll never do it again. I hated right. it. It's I'm right. not a gentle, I'm not, like, I'm gentle, but I'm not like, I'm not, no, I barely like my own kids. Like I'm just not, <laughs> I love and, yeah, I'm just not good with the newborn thing. You know, it's beautiful and precious. It's just not for me. Right. And I think that's all about, you know, that's all about living your life is, Finding out what's for you, and that is not for me.
0: I hear that, girl. Yeah.
1: So I'm just, I'm really just shifting through everything. That's it. I I don't know what I I don't know what I want to ultimately do. So I'm just, (sighs) you know, I'm
0: figuring it out. But that's such a beautiful space to be in, truly. Yeah. And it's not necessarily defined right now, and there's so much room for just yeah. There's less. Less pressure. Yes, less pressure for yeah. sure. Like this is what I'm doing. This is what I need to excel in. And right. now let's go work on SEO and redoing websites exactly. and stuff like that. It's a
1: really beautiful
0: space to be in for sure.
1: Yes, I, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. So it's good. I'm I'm excited. Oh, I, I love it, that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your beginnings, the beginning of your creative journey. So when oh. did you first pick up a camera, and why? Okay, so
1: I mean I have been taking self-portraits since I was little. Like mm. not little, but like twelve, thirteen. Yeah. I had I had a Polaroid camera that I bought at a yard sale for like mm. seven bucks. <laughs> um and I used to take these very raunchy, very <laughs> no, you know, nothing's changed there. <laughs> very raunchy, you know, very questionable self-portraits. Right. Um, and I used to have my friend take them of me and I used to have all these Polaroids just all around everywhere. And I remember one time my mom found them and she cut them all up like little tiny oh. pieces except like one. And I think I was only allowed to like cut my head out of them because it was it was oh. little it was raunchy. I was a little hot girl. <laughs> like. But that's where it really started for me. That yeah. was like that was my err that was my way to express myself was doing yeah. self-portraits. So. The first time I felt like I was an artist, you know, in the most, you know, youngest way ever, I guess, was with my self-portraits mm. in that moment. And then and then, you know, you, I was always the girl with the camera. I was always the girl in the club holding this big Fuji film, <laughs> you know, point and shoot camera. For sure. you know, I, I was I, I brought my camera everywhere, you know, yeah. but I didn't know I was going to ever be- become a photographer. It was just for fun. Right. Yeah, so so we moved to this little town. Roanoke, Virginia. There's nothing to do. Buffalo Wild Wings was like (laughs) the number one thing to do there. Nothing. It was, it was fucking boring. (laughs) So I started getting my settings right. I was like, okay, I'm going to shoot every single day. I'm going to go in different kinds of light. I'm going to get my Mm -hmm. kids in the most cutest clothes and I'm just going to go for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start posting on Instagram and I'm going to put all these hashtags. And I was like, oh, this is a trap. Like I felt shitty. I felt like I wasn't being authentic. This wasn't who I was. Mm -hmm. I was making my kids cry. (laughs) You know, I was crying. I was trying to get them while they were sleeping to get these very sincere, authentic moments. And it just, i didn't make me feel good. Right. So I was like, okay, this is, I got to I got to cut it out. So I kind of fell back from doing that. And then I went, um, my husband met someone in our town and he's like, oh, this guy is looking for a real estate photographer. I was like, oh, okay, well, I I can do that. You know, Mm. he paid me a hundred dollars. I went and shot like houses. It was miserable. I was like, what am I doing? This is not my create, this is not who I am. This is not the 13 little girl that was taking self portraits and being raunchy. like Mm. (laughs) That's what I wanted to do. And not mm. that I wanted to show my body or be like this sexy thing, but I knew there was a different way for me to create. And that was not it. Totally. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm so over the place, all over the place. No,
0: you're do- you're amazing. So here, here's what I love about that. I love how honest you are about what most of us went through when we were first starting out, when it comes to the comparison game and looking online and saying, I'm going to replicate that. And that will be my life. And it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily trying to live a different life. It's almost like, it's almost thrust upon you. Like this is what you're yeah. supposed to be. If you want to be a photographer or if you want to be an artist in any capacity in the, in in this certain realm um, and motherhood, especially, then this is what it's supposed to look like. Oh, my gosh. I made my kids cry all the time. Yeah. I literally yeah. just did a talk <laughs> two weekends ago um, and I spoke really honestly about you know, my humble beginnings. And I was like making my <laughs> one-year-old hold signs and that said certain things. And, and then she yeah. wouldn't do it because she's one and she's crying and I'm crying and it's horrible. Right. So <laughs> right. I think so many people can relate to that in that. Absolutely. And, and there isn't one way to do this, whatever yeah. this is to you. It it has to be authentic and it, and and it needs to be yours and it needs to make you happy because at the end of the day, that's what matters. At the end of the day, who cares how many likes you got it at the end of the day, who cares who, who thought it was amazing, the person you've never met at the end of the day, it's, it's for you and for your family, essentially. So I love, I love that.
1: Yes, that's, that's it. Like, I just felt like I wasn't an artist. I felt like, oh, I'm trying to make everything beige. And I'm trying Mm -hmm. to buy my children clothes that you know, that everybody else, I don't know. It was just, it was a trap and it didn't feel good. I didn't like it. And, and I think that's why now too, on my, my Instagram, I'm, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do what everybody else is doing. I don't want normal. I don't like normal. Right. I don't want to be in that box. I want to be the box. I don't want to be in the box. Like right. I want to be. I want to be that box. I forget. I don't about know.
0: that. I love you that. You know what I mean? Be like, your I don't own want box. Be, no, I want to be
1: my own box. I don't want to be inside the box. I don't want to be away from the box. I want to. I want to be the fucking box. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that so
0: much. Yes. Oh yes. My gosh, I feel like is. that is the perfect segue to talk about the course you are developing for Unraveled. Oh man. Can you, every, I know, I get, yes. Can you tell everyone I know, we're getting real deep. Can you tell everyone a little bit about the concept and why Absolutely. this is so important?
1: So, for this course, you probably won't learn much, but, <laughs> but however,
0: no, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I want to okay. I want to preface that with okay. First of all, that's bullshit. But second of all, <laughs> I you won't learn technical but that's yeah, oh, not, I'm not the technical. point. That's You'll not, know that
1: when you meet me. Right. Yeah.
0: That's not the point. Because right. – and, and there's something that sets Unraveled apart from other entities, other educational platforms, I feel like, is that not everything we do is technical. We do teach the technical, absolutely. Yeah. And we talk about it all the time, every day, all day. But – Not every course is supposed to be technical because you can go learn the technical and be, and, and read your user manual from front to back. And if there's Uh no heart in your images, then you're missing something.
1: Yeah, exactly. 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 Right. And that's the point. I just, that is the point. I am so with you. So when, when you first, I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't think it was going to be authentic to who I was. I was going to be, I was going to have this, you know, this persona of, Oh, I gotta, I gotta show everybody my settings and I have to show them how I set up my camera. I didn't want that. Right. At first, at first I want to be, I wanted to empower people and teach, not teach. I wanted to show people how, where my, where my confidence comes from and Mm -hmm. how my self-love has impacted who I am today. And that's what I wanted. So with this course, you, Oh, you are got, you, you, It's all about empowerment. I can't even talk about it. It's all about helping and guiding you to level up, you know, level up your conscious mind, level up how you're talking to yourself. When you look in the mirror, the the thing that you see, like how that's going to transform you. If you look and see something negative, you're going to be a neg, you're going to be negative. Like, yes, it's changing your whole vision. Just Oh, you're going to hear other women's stories, you're going to yes. you're going to learn how to edit a photo fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're just you're just going to you just it's just embracing yourself and really finding your superpower and you you know, digging deep into your mind and your body and your soul and all the clichés like you are going to, you know, get in touch with it. Mm-hmm. I think I hope so. Oh, I, I know so. It is. And and then the conversation that oh. we had with amazing. the women at tell a everybody table. a little bit about okay that. yes yes so we had a roundtable discussion with me tony black amazing oh. kelly d allen um my friend dahlia souls yes um who am i missing oh my gosh christy weston oh, my lover she's I, the best. she already knows like if i was a lesbian like <laughs> her and i yeah she's just like my she's like my instagram person like she's not even best. instagram person she's like my She's, she's your person my, person. Yes, yeah, yeah. she's my person person. Like meeting her in person this year was my greatest gift. Mm. But it was just amazing. I love. So her anyways, slash. her um did I miss anyone? No. There was five women. Yes. Yeah. So me, Tony, Kelly, Idalia, and Christy. Amazing. And we were just talking about everything also um, you know, diversity and being a black woman, being mm-hmm. a white woman, being, you know, Lesbian, being, by, being, just everything. Oh, and it's just, it got it's just really great, real. It did get. Real. <laughs>
0: it got really but, real, and so beautifully real. It was, it was incredible.
1: Do you want to know why it was incredible? Hmm.
0: Because because we listened to each other. Yes, oh. we
1: listened before we even gathered our response. We yes. listened to what ev- everybody was saying. Yep, literally took it in, and then was like, okay, now I know I can I can talk here because this. This meant something to me. I don't know. You, everybody stopped to listen to everyone, and I think that was so beautiful because oh, that does not happen every day.
0: No, it so. doesn't happen. Yeah, and yeah. I talked about this in a bunch of times and in different episodes. I mentioned this, but with my divorce and all of the therapy we went through, the yeah. one of the main things that I learned is the the capacity of the human nature to have your argument ready, locked and loaded before the other person is even finished speaking. So right. while they are talking, you are already categorizing why they're wrong and yep. itemizing all the ways in which they're wrong. And you were going to tell them why they're wrong. The second their their lips are done moving and why you're right. And this is human nature. And this is why we go back and forth. And, um, and it's the same concept in political arguments and ethical arguments. And it was such a beautiful thing to see a very diverse population of women come together and, really listen right and hear the why and the how and the, what can make this better and the reasons why we love each other. And it was very organic and authentic. And honestly, I was just letting it roll because it was like, here's an (laughs) open forum. I'm going (laughs) to record this. And we're like, we can talk about Dick. We can talk about vagina. (laughs) We can do this. We can do it.
1: It was awesome. Oh, it
0: was the best ever. It was the best ever. I won't spoil too much because there was a couple of moments where I was like, what? That was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So so they, they but, so people better listen <laughs> oh they're going to it's okay, going to be yeah, an amazing yeah. course um yeah. and, and again you will learn nothing but you will learn everything
1: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you really will so
0: you really like, will I
1: I even got deep a little in my editing video which nobody does that but <laughs> I did it so like I just can't <laughs> really? help it like if I feel something I'm gonna say it and that's just who I am like I oh, am God. a feeler I am a dreamer I'm a feeler I'm ah, oh, oh, yes. I don't know I
0: don't know it's just it's the best yeah so I wanna leverage that into chatting a little bit about something you talked about before and superpower in relation to each individual human experience. So can you elaborate on what you mean by superpower? Well, everyone has a superpower,
1: but my course is about tapping into and finding your individual superpower. Yes. When it comes to living a creative life, you know, mm-hmm. it's you have to you have to find it. You and I, I guess I just tap into that how to how find it and what you can do and the things that you can say to yourself and the experiences I went through, you know. Right,
0: right. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I feel like um, a really common thread and something that is discussed pretty frequently in our community is the issue of self-doubt and comparison. And I feel right. like we talk about that a lot, right? I think this is different. Right. I think this is, it's it's setting that part aside we're not yep. dealing with that right now. We're dealing with ourselves. So it, it really isolates the person. Like just reading through your content and reading through what you've written and, and starting to put it together, um, and, and being, you know, involved on that level. I I'm so inspired by it because it really is focusing on the individual human being, like like erase the noise, quiet your mind and really mm-hmm. like who are you? Who are you and what makes you badass? Because everybody yeah. is. You're
1: not you're not your kids, you're not your husband, right. you're not you're not your friends. You're not, you are you and your situations that you've been through are, are, is what created you. Who are you? What are are you? What do you stand for? What do you want? Right. I think that's so important. uh, You know, finding your superpower, those, that is the, you know, those are those things. Yes. Finding who you are. Absolutely. Oh, I think we all struggle. Yeah, we just all struggle with that. Oh, and absolutely. I think we're going to all struggle with it to the day we die. But as long as we put the effort in to find who we really are, that's mm. all that matters.
0: Oh, for sure. And I can attest yeah. to that. I know I struggled with self-love in a huge way my, my, oh, most yeah. in my life and all the way up until my late 20s until I had my first child, really. And, oh. and then it was very clear to me that that I was awesome. And Absolutely. then it was like, well, why am I awesome? I'm having all these. And they just clicked Totally, totally. And then you're like open to a world where you're like, well, this is different. This is a really good feeling. I'm not beating myself up all of the time. I'm not so negative towards my my dialogue with myself isn't right. horrible, which it was right. for my entire life. And it right. is it is a transition. And I feel like that does happen in the, in the most people in their thirties, especially for, you know, for women, we're speaking, we're speaking mostly towards women because those are the people who are impacted by these concepts the most we found. Okay. So I want to go back again, even past the beginnings of your creative journey into really what set you know, the framework for your journey to self-love now, because you do have a really bold voice. It's beautiful. You're, I feel like you're a bright shining light in the photography and the creative community. Um, and, and a really wonderful role model for our young women. I am so grateful for people like you. I've said this before, but I know I have a young daughter and I grew up in a time where we all hated ourselves and for different yeah. reasons, and I'm so grateful for women who are true to themselves, and love themselves, and are like, this is who I am, and this is, this is why, and I want you to do the same thing earlier, rather than later, so let's talk a little bit about what led you here.
1: Hmm, so, so many things have led me here, and who I am right now. Um. um when growing up, you know, My mom was, she was always in my life, but Mm -hmm. however, she did struggle a lot with drugs and addiction and growing up, a lot of things were not about me. Mm -hmm. Um, I moved out, I would say like on and off, I moved out when I was like 15 or 16 And I would stay at other people's house. I had a mentor that I would stay at her house. Just, I was going back and forth. So I lost my virginity when I was 16. I was 16. He was at least 23, 24. And he, he preyed on me. Basically, I worked in the mall because I was Mm -hmm. working since I was 14. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I was always on my own, own, always trying to do, you know, do what's right for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I met him in the mall and he literally prayed on me and would say every day oh you know you want to come on let's do it you know you love me right all of this and I eventually did it after getting a um a chicken sandwich from Wendy's <laughs> I went to <laughs> like that was like oh you know he's buying me food he really does love me oh no the motherfucker doesn't love me <laughs> right he was praying he was praying on me like And I didn't know that then, but now looking back, definitely it's, it's fucking disgusting. Right. So anyways, um, I had sex with him. I had sex with him a couple times and I think maybe the third time I got pregnant. So I got pregnant and I was like, I can't do this. I'm not going to have a baby at 16. I'm not going to live this life. This is not what is for me. Right. So my best friend paid for my abortion. Hmm. Um, whoo man, this is deep coat. Okay. My best friend paid for my abortion and I went and had it. And I know if I wouldn't have had it, I would not be where I am today. Mm-hmm. I fucking know it. I know I would be living a totally different life. Right. So that that was definitely a big a big thing I went through with my self-love. Cause you know, then you then you kinda of grow up after that. You're forced yeah. to grow up. You okay, you're sixteen. You know, you think you're in love, you're not in love. You yeah. have an abortion. Okay. These are these are grown-up things. Right. I was not a grown-up. And even still to this day, I don't feel like a grown-up. Do you feel mm. like a grown-up? No, hell no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Like I still feel inside, I still feel like a little girl, but I'm not. Mm. But you know what I mean. You know what Absolutely. I'm trying to say. Absolutely. So after after the abortion, sex was just, you know, okay. I've had sex. I feel like a woman. I'm a woman now. And I literally needed, you know, if there was a time I needed school clothes, or if there was a time that, um, Oh, if there was just a time I needed something, I would have sex for money and not like on the street, not on the street, like, Oh, no, you know, I'm a hooker. Like it was, you know, have sex, And like, oh, I'll pay, I'll pay for clothes or I'll get you this. I'll get you that. I'll leave you $50 as a tip. Or, you know, it was something, it was always like that. It was a transaction. Um, And that really just was fucking horrible. Like, God, I was subject, subjected to, I I can't believe I was subjected to that. I can't believe that that was me. And that's, that's what I was doing. But I was just trying to survive. I was trying to get it where I could and hustle and, and figure out
0: everything. Right.
1: Huh. Absolutely.
0: Ugh. Absolutely. I can't, oh my God. I can't even imagine um like a young woman. And I I have, you know, a couple parallels to your story. I was out on my own really early um is working at Denny's and riding my bike there. Um living in a, <laughs> rent, a rented basement room and just right. again hustling trying to make Make ends meet, trying to survive. Um, yeah. So I totally, totally understand uh, that aspect. And uh, oh, I, I, it, like your story is so powerful, and how it plays into you know who you are today and what you stand for. And, and
1: I, I wish I was so. I wish I wish I was. Ugh, can't talk. I wish I was so much better as to, to saying it. I feel like I get, mumble over my words, and I, mm-hmm. I really want to tell everyone everything, but it's, it's so hard to put it into word format. Right. Is that like to articulate what I want to say is so hard. Mm-hmm. And I've always been that way. I'm not a talker. I am a <laughs> listener. I am a whole, you know, I'll hold your hand. I look you in your eyes. Like I'm, I'm not a talker. Cause that just falls back to growing up. Nothing was ever about me. So I learned how to just be, and just when I speak, when I'm spoken to, Basically, that's how it was my whole life. So I didn't have opinions. I didn't have my own way of thinking. It was you do this, you do that, you know, and then you listen to me like that's basically how it was my whole life. Right. So now I'm climbing out of that and I'm finding my voice and I'm loving my body and I'm being a wife and you know, all of these things, all these womanhood things.
0: I think that is so beautiful. And like we talked about before, you know, really finding yourself and realizing your superpower in motherhood, in, you know, mm-hmm. middle adulthood as a woman. Um, it, it's such a beautiful thing. And to have your eyes open to be like, Oh my God, I'm so much more than what was expected of me in the early years or what I was told I was in the early years. Cause I'm right there with you with a lot of the dialogue that was pushed upon us at the time um and from fathers from father figures uh and 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 a lot of it was very dark and again I just I applaud you and I'm so grateful for women like you especially I applaud you (laughs) you.
1: oh my god like I I I'm so thankful and I applaud you and I applaud everyone like anyone who shares their story like that is such a hard thing to do anyone that's gone through it and then has to speak about it and mm-hmm. it's but it's important for us to do that we need to talk about it we need to have the conversations we need to open and kick those fucking doors in because we're all teaching each other something.
0: We're all teaching each other. And the next couple of generations of, of young girls and, and in boys too, like they need to hear these stories and need to know that it can be different for them. And we're making it different for them by being honest. And, and because these, you know, these concepts, these uh, experiences, they don't change unless we talk about them. You know, they they really don't unless we open the dialogue and say, you know, this is how it used to be. doesn't have to be like that anymore. Um, The people before us paved this road and now we're continuing to, you know, uh, take their legacy and push it forward. Um, Mm. And even in this in this really, you know, complex political climate that we live in, you and I in the United States anyways right now. And there's lots and lots going on. I'm still so grateful. I'm so grateful for all of the women that made it even possible for us to speak out or yes. vote oh. or do anything. Anything. Uh, absolutely. So, you know, there's so much power in the stories. No matter – you don't have to articulate perfectly. I feel you. I feel your entire story. I feel your presence. Again, you're just a bright, shining light in this community. And you're you're a role model for our young girls. Oh, my so gosh. Stop. Well you're gonna really make me cry. <laughs> I'm oh, really, really proud of you. And this everybody everybody
1: wants that validation. Everybody wants yeah. that. Everybody wants to be told those things. And yes. growing when you're not told those things all the time, like that's I think that's just amazing. It's just awesome.
0: It is. Oh, it is. Yeah. And and it's human nature to want to be validated off of your 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 life's work or your voice. Um and, and, and you you are like we' we would not have asked you to do this course otherwise hmm. we're super proud um to push this out into the community into the world i think it's going to help a lot of people and change a lot of lives truly um, yes and uh yes. we're just grateful for you
1: thank you i'm grateful for you thank you so much um i i just want to say that self you know doing self-portraits is is and was and will always be the very first place i fit in like yeah. that i know you know, I struggled all my life to fit in. Okay. Where am I going to be? And this is where I know this is where I'm supposed to be. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I want everyone else to find where they're supposed to be. Like I want people to find and feel the thing that I'm feeling. Yes. Because it's oh. magical and powerful.
0: Okay. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Oh my gosh, Brittany. Thank you so yeah. much for being yeah. here and for sharing your story and your heart with us. You guys, there's so much more coming up in her so course. Much. And uh yes. and then follow along for those who are listening on Monday. Uh oh my goodness. Follow along in yep. our you know, weekend <laughs> shenanigans. Uh yes. It's gonna be a blast. I'm so excited. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to us that you're here, and we hope you walk away feeling inspired as hell. If you're not already a student in Unraveled Academy, go to www.theunraveledacademy.com. You can also access the link below. Come join us. We have a seat waiting with your name on it.